heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are very glad to have you with us today. We have a very special day. We have a, a, a friend of the show, but it feels like a guest. We're so happy to hear from him. Dennis, are you there? Yes, sir, I am. Yeah, we are awesome to have you back on the show. It's been a little while since we've had a chance to talk to you on here, and we'll kind of catch up with what's been going on in your life. But okay. uh, today's topic, we're going to continue with a series that we've talked a little bit about, the uh, Devil's Toolbox. You know, what's the things that he kind of takes out of there to, you know, either beat us up, to drive us away from God, you know, his plan to seek, kill, and destroy, or, yeah, what, steal, kill, and destroy. I knew it was in there somewhere. Um, steal, kill, and destroy. What are those tools he uses? And this, this week we're going to talk about blaming God. Now, primarily we're going to talk about the opportunities to blame God with health issues, whether that's ours or somebody else's. Dennis, would you uh, do us a great favor and, and talk a little bit about this first clip? Yeah, this from the this from the movie Stripes um, back in 1980, and uh, thing I thought about this is it kind of sets up the uh, the the head there, Sergeant Holka, is bringing the guys through boot camp, and uh, you know, guys, we often talk about airstrikes. This is a different kind of airstrike. In this case, it comes from John. <laughs> it comes from John Larroquette and that guy from Thirty Something. It was on in the 80s. But um, so it kind of takes him out. He experiences a strike. And we'll talk about what happens on the other side of that. We got women in climate thing better than you. Get up. Get on your feet. Hit it. You said he couldn't make it. Why don't you do it? Take one step back, winger. Move it. All right, soldier. Let's see how you fire that mortar. What coordinates, sir? Coordinates. Yes, sir. They determine where the mortars are. Ah, soldier. The army has spent a lot of money teaching you how to fire that thing. Now set it, then fire it. Sir, we don't know where the shells are going. Soldier, the only way to learn anything is to do it. Now fire the weapon. All right. Any of us want to come up here and knock me off? Oh, sh <laughs> Incoming! Wow. Sergeant, does this mean we're through for the day? Save your strength, Sergeant. Yeah, Dennis, tell us so, how that plays into uh, this topic tonight or today. So the tower goes tumbling down, and Sergeant Holka goes with it. But the cool thing about this is that this ragtag band of brothers 
are forced to come together and finish boot camp on their own, which they do. And when the, uh, the guy, the, the general, I guess, was asking him about it afterwards, you remember that line where he said, am I to understand you finished this on your own? And they said, that's the fact, Jack. A <laughs> 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 uh, powerful story about uh, coming together and uh, healing. Hey, Dennis, can you um, catch up the uh, audience a little bit about what's been going on in your life over the last few weeks? Well, first of all, um, I am, I'm talking a little slower intentionally. Uh, about two and a half weeks ago, I had a stroke, and uh, totally unexpected. Uh, the, the enemy tried to take me out, and uh, I'm just finishing rehab in Winston-Salem, and getting ready to go spend some time with my daughter and her family. And then we'll be coming back to work at WBFJA shortly after that. So, Dennis, you know, you had some opportunities in this to, to blame God. Did you ever feel the enemy kind of pulling you towards that? Oh, yeah. That, that uh, you know, it's one of the first things. And I can remember going to the floor the first time, and I, I was like, God, why? <laughs> You know, we have that reaction, don't we? We don't have that reaction all the time of, enemy, why? Why did you do this? And uh, I think that's what I thought at first. And then I was talking to some guys a couple of days later, and I was saying, you know, maybe God gave this to me because he saw that things were going to get worse. And they said, well, no, not really. You know, we got all this with the fall. Christ died on the cross for our healing. And we're believing that you're going to be healed. And they really impressed upon me, and I believed it with all my heart, that God had nothing to do with this. Uh, a lot of good things have been happening, and Satan wanted to take me out. But fortunately, he failed. Yeah, he did. And we're very grateful for that. It was great mm-hmm. to see you and see how well you're doing. Imagine how I feel. <laughs> I imagine you do. Imagine you do. Andy, could you uh, set up the the clip from Soul Surfer? It kind of ties into kind of what we're talking about here. I'm going to pass. Well, thank you. That was that was Dennis's clip. Oh, even though I remembered a little oh, bit. Oh, then I guess Dennis can set it up. <laughs> Dennis, right. could you set up Soul Surfer? He's welcome to set it up. <laughs> um, I'll let you set up the next one. Well, Andy. Yeah, Andy. Andy's going to have part two. I think. Um, He's got the Soul channel surfer. That's okay. Yeah. Soul Surfer is based on a true story about teenager Bethany Hamilton, who was a surfer, quite accomplished surfer, and a shark attacked her, and uh, she lost her arm because of it. And after the shark attack comes, which, think about that while we listen to the clip, uh, her father tries to step in afterwards and do what dads do, which is to get her back to where she was, she starts asking the questions, you know, what now? Why did this happen? Why did God let this happen? And then we see the next chapter. You can't give up on her. And you can't keep pushing at her. Well, what, what are you supposed to do? Just let her quit? If she wants to, yes. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever then heard. Then you're not hearing what I'm saying. What? What? What is it that I'm not hearing? You can't always fix everything by sheer will. Sometimes there is no... Bethany Hamilton has to be considered the favorite as we head to the Hawaiian Island Regionals. She's a surfer. She's a competitor. She's more than that. Jerry, if she walks away from this, 
If she quits, she may never get back in the water again and she will never be the same. She will never be the same. And if she thinks the only life out there for her is surfing and she can't make that happen, then she's gonna be lost. Really, really lost. Go ahead. Tell me how everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, that's me. Just could jump right in and fix it. I could just keep my mouth shut. For once. Done, aren't I? I can't even paddle out to the lineup past the big waves. I don't understand. What happened to... I can do all things. Why did I have to lose everything? You didn't lose everything, Bethany. Not even close. That shark didn't kill you. You're still here. You're still alive. You have a family that loves you. What am I supposed to do now? supposed to know. When the time is right, you'll know. Until then, you... pray. You listen. Listen for what? For what comes next. Dennis, as a, as a fellow broadcaster... Um, and of course, having seen you a little while after you had the, the stroke, you lost your ability to speak and you're still struggling to some extent. We can hear just a little bit, but actually you're doing great. But can you speak to that particular attack on you personally? Cause you can imagine the girl in soul surfer, obviously she needed her arm in order to surf, but to lose your voice when you're in broadcasting. Yeah. I think that, um, gosh, what a connection. And the shark attack came, brother. And that's the first thing that I asked that morning. I said, Lord, my voice. And when I heard myself talk, which wasn't much talking, I was like, oh, dear Lord, this is how, this is all I know to do. So I was thinking he was taking away the best part of me. But what he's done instead, Robbie, you know, you think that, that and as you say, we see improvement every day, which I give God all the glory for that. But what I'm learning from that is that uh, there was a much bigger picture with this, and you and I talked about this a couple of days ago. Now, I believe that God's going to let me get back on the radio, but even if He didn't, or it was in a different way, uh, and it's not the way I would necessarily ask for this to happen. I am so grateful to Jesus because he loves me so much that he brought me into his story. Uh, he, he made it not about me. You know, at first it was all about me. It's like, how am I going to talk? How am I going to go back on the radio? And then God spoke to me and said, that's not at all what I want you for, what I want you to do with this. You know, whether you can speak 100% again or not, uh, you can share my story. You can be part, you're part of my story, 
you know, I died on a cross for you, and now you're a part of this. And, uh, boy, what a tremendous feeling. It kind of makes broadcasting sort of minor. Uh, Robbie? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Dennis, you know, in the story, we're getting ready to go to break, but in that story of Soul Surfer, God invited her into the larger story that was greater than surfing, didn't he? Absolutely. You know, she got... He gave oh, her. We're going to have to cover it when we come back, Dennis. I set you up okay. there, and we're going right. to have to cover that part when we come back. And we'll hear what happens in Soul Surfer. But we have six months. I think that's right. Six months that's right. until boot camp. Robbie, when's our boot camp? <laughs> November 1st through the 4th. That's what I thought. So we have less than six months. Go register <laughs> now. promise Mas- not to <laughs> shoot you off of any towers. <laughs> that's right. MasculineJourneyRadio.org. <laughs> Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. It's a Masculine Journey Boot Camp BOGO. Buy one, give one free. $199. What an amazing thing that would be to give somebody a gift, and what they really end up getting is their heart back. Listen to what it did for Andy. The Masculine Journey Boot Camp experience showed me I could truly hear from God, and that I could experience Him on a daily basis. Coming this fall, November 1st through the 4th, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and register today. I be stroking, that's what I be doing, <laughs> I be stroking, I stroke it to the east, and I stroke it to the west. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, uh, that was totally your call, so you gotta, you got to uh, speak to that. Two and a half weeks ago, actually, yeah, two and a half weeks ago, at about this time, I was like, oh God. I'll be stroking. <laughs> I'll be stroking out. <laughs> but we can laugh now. At the time, it wasn't all that funny. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But what I was going to say real quickly about Soul Surfer is that God provided her a worldwide form to share her testimony and to help others, and she surfed again. So, so many good things have come out of that. Yeah, and, and, you know, she went into this much larger story of ministry in her life that she never probably yep. would have had, which Absolutely. is pretty cool. And so, you know, God can take those things that happens to us and just magnify them for the good, which we've seen over and over again. And, Andy, you get to set up a clip. I, yeah, I have one I need like, you to set up. Okay. Uh, all right. I did submit this one, so I'm on, on deck. So uh, This one's about, um, I think it's uh, Bruce Almighty. Um, it's not. He's not really suffering from... Um, really bad injuries or whatever but he is in he's got he's having a pity party with god so this is pretty much it well thank god you're all right god yeah let's thank god shall we for his blessings are raining down upon me wait that's not rain bruce please don't do that honey you know that everything happens for a reason that i don't need that is a cliche that is not helpful to me a bird in the hands or two in the bush i have no bird i have no bush God has taken my bird in my bush. Oh, I see. So so God is picking on you? Is that what you're saying? No, he's ignoring me completely. 
He's far too busy giving Evan everything he wants. Oh, that's great, Sam. But you missed your target. I'm over here! Don't get mad at the dog. It's not the dog's fault. No, it's God's fault. I gave him the wrong coordinates. All right, you know what? Enough. All right, will you just stop being such a martyr? I am not being a martyr. I'm a victim. God is a mean kid sitting on an anthill with a magnifying glass, and I'm the ant. He could fix my life in five minutes if he wanted to, but he'd rather burn off my feelers and watch me squirm. All right, sweetheart, I know that you're mad. It's completely understandable. What Evan did is slimy and wrong. But this day could have been so much worse. I'm just glad you're okay. Okay? Newsflash! I'm not okay. I'm not okay with a mediocre job. I'm not okay with a mediocre apartment. I'm not okay with a mediocre life! It ends not so funny, <laughs> but it's funny when it starts because, you know, we talk about, and we've used this clip a few times in the show, but it really shows the power of the enemy to want to blame God, right? That no matter what it is, you know, Bruce had lost his job in this movie clip and, um, you know, this is what kind of manifests, but it can be health. It can be lots of different things. It could be the, the death of a loved one. Um, there's just so many things that the enemy wants to take and twist and turn out of that toolbox and have us blame God for it or to overly blame ourselves. Vinny, I wanted to ask you a little bit about, you've had some opportunities with some situations you've went through with your eyesight and different things to blame God. Yeah, I constantly was blaming God, you know. Why me? You know, I thought it was just a, a thing that was going to happen because that's what I would, I doctor told me when I was in my 20s that I'd be blind by 40. Well, everybody here knows that I'm in my 80s, 84 to be exact, and here I am. I lost my eyesight one year ago. And I was constantly blaming God, but it's not his fault. Look at the blessing he gave me to reach 84 before I went blind and the blessing of knowing all these guys over here, how they are my children. And they all believe in the same thing, the power of God. Well, now I do too. And before I forget, Dennis, welcome home. I love you, buddy. You're doing great. And uh, I just love you. And Thanks, Vinny. I love you too, buddy. Very much. You've taught me a lot. You really have. As you have me. Thank you. And... Getting back to this blind thing, I finally realized that it wasn't God's fault. You know, he wasn't absent. He was there all the time. It was me, self-pity. Self-pity doesn't help you. And I've been fathered, but he's... Well, I can't see, but I think there's four or five of them over here. And I couldn't have a better family than what we have right here amongst us. Dennis, Sam, Robbie, Andy, I know. There's somebody over there. I can't see who it is, but... Harold. Harold. They all love me. They are fathering me. There's nothing wrong with that. I have a good life. I'm here. I'm here to share my love. 
Now, whatever else I can offer to my friends. Thank you, Vinny. That was that was amazing. I appreciate it. Andy, I'd like for you to set up this last clip because, you know, Vinny touches on something. It, it's not age where God uses other people to father. Sometimes it even can be a son to a father. Can you set this clip up? Sure. Um, uh, I think the little boy's name is Colton. But anyway, he um, he gets a, a disease, and he's. I think they have to take him in a life-saving operation. And it's just really kind of the dream and experience he has in it. And what it's, it's really poignant, just uh, take notice to what uh, the dad's activity was in it. And just uh, we'll talk about it on the other side. Been here. Here? I don't think we've been here before, pal. Guess what? What? I like spiders. I saw that! You got a sticker, you're not afraid anymore. We don't ever have to be scared. Is that why you wanted to come back? Show me you weren't afraid? It's important. What about the hospital? How do you feel about that? Does that scare you? No, that's where the angels sang to me. The angels sang to you? Yes. When? During the operation, my mom was in one room talking on the phone. And you were in another room yelling at God. How'd you know that? Because I saw you. When did you see me? I lifted up and I looked down and saw the doctor working on me. And I saw you and mommy. So, uh, I, I, if I, I think I neglected to say the name of the movie. You probably heard of the book and the movie. It's Heaven is Real, but... Um, you know, really just to see the dad there. I mean, it's so easy for us to go to that place of blame. And God, you have the power. Why did you not do it? I mean, you look through the Bible and how many how many of his servants could have said that all through the Bible? And we seem to think that we're immune from pain or suffering whenever we're serving God. But it's cool how he brings the goodness back in this story. And really, it's probably a teaching moment for the father. So will he be quick to blame God on uh, the next time go, no go around? Probably not. So. Thanks, Andy. The when we were thinking about this topic, I was doing what I normally do, and I drive, you know, around, and I'm thinking about the topic, and really didn't think that I had much to share on this one. Particularly, I was just kind of, kind of set back a little bit. And as I was thinking about it, God brought to my memory when I lost my um, father-in-law a couple of years ago, and how angry, or how angry I got at the time. You know, he, he'd gotten sick pretty quickly and passed away, and, and I couldn't really figure out what that was about. And I'm like, God, that's not really on topic. <laughs> We're talking about health, not death, and uh, I guess it's ultimately mm-hmm. the end of health. But uh, he reminded me of some years before when I'd lost my stepdad, and again, very angry about that. And so right. as I continued to process it and talk with him, he took me back to some memories of when my dad had a stroke. He had a stroke when I was 12, and I remember being very angry as a uh, young boy and being mad at God for taking my dad away. Now, back through the rest of that story, 
the anger each time was because there was finally a man that was coming into my life that was going to be there to father me. You know, my dad was taken essentially from me when he was 12. He never was able to really do all the stuff you're doing, Dennis, right now. He could never get back to where he could talk or anything like that. And so he was physically in my life for nine years, but not really able to participate in my life. And so I spent a lot of that time feeling very abandoned um, and, and really abandoned by God because my dad was physically there. You know, and so I moved to California, come back, and my, I now have a stepdad. You know, I'm in my I'm 30 years old and I have a stepdad, and he's just the most awesome guy. And, you know, he helps me on a couple things around the house, and I'm excited because I have this older man I can look up to. And uh, then my mom and him about a year later say, well, we're going to move to Florida. <laughs> and again, the anger. I wasn't angry that they were moving. Mm-hmm. I was going to miss them. I was just angry because I didn't even have the words for it. And then fast forward to Dallas when he passed away, he and Margaret had moved down to uh, North Carolina from Indiana about six months before, and they had literally moved in two blocks down the street from me. And I was really excited about the opportunity to have you know coffee with him, to talk, just to, to pick his brain, and just have that older mm-hmm. guy around me, and then boom, he was gone. You know, And so God helped me to see through this topic, and I thank you guys for bringing this topic up, that... You know, he was trying to help me break that agreement that had been there for 40 years. Mm. You know, 40 years before I'd laid the groundwork for it. And I think it probably had a lot to do with me um, struggling to let God father me. Mm. You know, because that anger, that vow, those mm-hmm. things like that kind of get in the way. And so, you know, even this this topic, even though it doesn't feel like it was a direct correlation, mm. God's letting me know there's still a lot more work I need mm. to do there in this topic for you. Yeah. Well, Dennis, we have about 30 seconds. Is there anything else on this topic you'd like to talk about? Well, I know that um, it may not sound as easy for those of you who have had a situation like mine, and maybe you're struggling even more with it, but uh, believe that God can heal, believe that there is hope, and uh, believe that you don't have to go through any of this alone, and uh, just hang in there. Thanks, Dennis. Go to masculinejourneyradio.org to listen to past podcasts, to register for the upcoming boot camp. Andy, do you know when the upcoming boot camp is? Uh, November 1 through 3? 4th. November 1st through 4th. I just stopped trying to quiz you guys. Masculinejourneyradio.org. I believe.